This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. We are talking this morning about the transit strike and how it could continue to impact you. And it sounds like potentially uh, escalate the impact on you at the end of this week if tomorrow doesn't go well. As we just heard, the union representing bus drivers and CBUS operators and others says it is prepared to return to the bargaining table with Coast Mountain Bus Company, and that would be tomorrow, Wednesday morning. Unifor spokesperson Gavin McGarrigal says, though, the union is also serving notice that if they get to that table, it doesn't go well. If they don't think that Coast Mountain is serious about settling this thing, then job action will be escalated on Friday. Now, he just made this announcement about 20 minutes ago, and here's what he told reporters. Although we remain deeply skeptical of their motives and still believe they are not serious about addressing the key issues, a few moments ago, I contacted their chief negotiator with news that the union is prepared to return to the bargaining table beginning Wednesday morning to discuss all outstanding issues in this dispute. We will see whether or not the company is serious about achieving a resolution to this dispute, and if they are, bargaining can be wrapped up in a matter of hours. We are also serving notice today that if the company is not serious and continues to avoid a fair collective agreement on all issues, we will escalate job action beginning this Friday. All drivers are now being instructed to stop accepting overtime for all shifts that occur this Friday, November 15th, if a fair agreement is not reached before then. We will also consider additional days next week and in the weeks to come where drivers will join with maintenance workers on the overtime ban. Ultimately, disruption will continue to escalate until a full strike will occur. Okay, so for now, though, they are saying Friday will be a day where there will be uh, no overtime for bus drivers. And right now it's just Friday, provided things tomorrow don't go well. Gavin McGarrigal also told reporters at that press conference that the union knows that bargaining requires compromise. And we are prepared to work very hard to reach a fair agreement and sincerely hope the company is not playing games when they ask us to return to the table. Our members are determined to have these issues addressed. We know that bargaining requires compromise, but we also know that these issues are not going away unless they are addressed in this round of bargaining. Our members have told us if we can't deal with these issues in the middle of one of the largest transit expansions in in decades, expansions that of course we firmly support, then when can we deal with this? The ball is now in the company's court. Come back to the bargaining table as you say you want to. Address the outstanding issues and bargain a fair agreement for your workers so that we can avoid an escalation of the job action this Friday. Ah, yes. But of course, we can't forget that there is quite a lot of bitterness uh, on the two sides in the two sides here for this dispute. He also described the treatment of workers by TransLink as the company's, quote, dirty little secret. TransInc was awarded the 2019 Outstanding Public Transportation System Achievement Award, and a large part of that this year was on-time service performed by our members every day. Despite raising compensation, accepting awards, and bragging about expansion with shiny capital projects, TransLink has a dirty little secret. It doesn't treat its workers fairly. As you can tell, a lot of work to do tomorrow. Now, we have heard, our Keith Baldry is reporting as well, that the Coast Mountain Bus Company has responded to Unifor on this and talks will indeed resume on Wednesday morning. We'll have more details for you just ahead. But we also wanted to talk today about the impact that the job action, even so far, has been having on people out there. And there's one group that will definitely be impacted by any escalation in strike action, and that's seniors. Care providers are now voicing their concern about 
about the impact of those receiving home care and home support services. To talk more about that, we're joined by Daniel Fontaine, the CEO of the BC Care Providers Association. Daniel, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me on, Timmy. Do you do you feel more optimistic after hearing that those latest developments in the last half hour? Uh, for sure, we always uh, we're very optimistic that you know whenever two parties are sitting at the table and can you know have a negotiation that we're hopeful that they'll come to an agreement. But we're also realistic and. Uh, we know that uh, there is a lot of acrimony on the two uh, sides of the two parties at the moment, and we are extremely nervous about what could start happening as early as this Friday with a reduction in the bus system of, uh, I think it's estimated to be up to 15%. And that would have uh, already, even at that level, would start impacting the ability for care providers to be able to make it to the homes of, of many thousands of seniors within the Metro Vancouver area who rely essentially as an essential service for them uh, each and every day. And many of those workers, they rely on public transit to get to and from um, the homes of the various seniors and, and uh, older adults that require their, their care. So while I'm hopeful, um, I'm also a realist that, uh, and, and figure that there could be a chance that later this week uh, this will be ramped up. Is that something that has changed, do you think, in the 18 years since the last labour dispute that we are seeing more home care, more care providers doing this job? Yeah, so two things have happened. So one is the demographic bubble has kind of, uh, as we've all been talking about for the last couple of decades, there are now way more seniors than there were 18, 19 years ago when the, the big four-month strike happened. And also, um, there's a lot more people kind of using that home care services as well. Um, transit ridership is up. A lot of the workers that work as home care providers and home support workers use public transit to get to and from appointments. So all of those factors, um, you know, it, a couple decades after the big strike um, have changed. And that's why we raised the red flag this morning to say, hey, um, just a minute here, there are going to be some very vulnerable people and populations that are going to be impacted by this strike and are encouraging both the parties, as we see them going back tomorrow, to to get a deal uh, in order that, uh, you know, these seniors and others are not impacted by by a, a, a lack of bus service. Hey, is this something that you have been hearing then from people who are care providers or people who need this service? Absolutely. And that's what triggered our, our statement this morning. So we started hearing late last week that there um, was concern and in terms of getting prepared and, and, you know, looking for alternatives, Simi, it's not like there's just a, an alternative out there. Like if you don't use the, the public transit... Yeah. Um, there are things like Evo and for sure car to go and taxis and that kind of stuff. But you, as you can imagine, um, caregivers are going to be um, fighting for those amongst the general population. We're going to be trying to access that. So it's not like um, there really is a, a plan B or a plan C that these workers can suddenly, uh, you know, find a vehicle or many of them don't necessarily have driver's licenses. They don't have vehicles. They rely on public transit to provide seniors with those home care services. And we're talking about medication management, getting people in and out of bed uh, in the morning and at night, um, assisting them with the basic activities of daily living. This is not something like getting late for a, an appointment or you know, having to figure out how to carpool to university. It's, it's quite a, a serious matter. And that's why we're encouraging both the parties to come to a deal as, as soon as possible. I was wondering about that, though. You kind of touched on it there. Are there any backup plans? Is there anything that can be done to help? I mean, I guess all the locations are different. Yeah, I wish I could tell you either they are all different. And I wish I could tell you that um, there is a, you know, an alternate plan where there'll be no disruption of services. But I'm out here on the airwaves today to tell the public and seniors and their families that they should be concerned and we should be encouraging both the sides to sit down, 
to think long and hard about uh, pulling buses off the road because it's not simply just going to be a bus off the road. It's going to have uh, impact to, to seniors and people who require home care services. And and there's not a, an alternate plan out there to suddenly have a, an alternate bus service kind of start bringing the workers around to and from, from homes. And, you know, Simi, we, I think you and I have talked about this. We've really had a push to keep people at home, like people yeah. like allow seniors to live at home. People want to live at home. We kind of owe it to them if they're going to stay at home longer and they're going to be at home staying in that single family residence, we owe it to kind of make sure that things like public transit are out there so that they can actually get access to their care workers. Otherwise, they're going to lose confidence in that system, you know, moving forward. Are you worried about what might happen on Friday? I am. I am. I am worried. Um, you know, I'm, I'm worried about uh, the, the, our members, our operators who are busy right now trying to figure out how they're going to have a contingency plan when this potentially the strike hits as early as Friday. I'm worried about the seniors. Uh, I know that for them and their families and, and many um, non-seniors as well who require yeah. assistance from care aides. It's a very stressful thing to, to lose a care aide, even if it's for a day or two. And uh, you can only put yourself in their situation that if there looks like there's a bus strike coming and it looks like it could reduce the amount of care aids, it's an extremely stressful time for families and for um, the individuals that receive the service. So I am worried and I'm hoping that uh, this doesn't come to pass, but if it does, uh, I'm alerting the public that there are going to be some fairly significant both financial impacts and also care impacts to the, to the seniors. All right, Daniel, thanks for your time on this. Thanks for having me on. That's Daniel Fontaine, the CEO of the BC Care Providers Association.